Hey everyone, Cassie with The Happy Thinker here. This is episode number 19, and this is a special episode. This is a special episode because this is the very last episode of Happy Thinker as you know it. I am starting a brand new podcast. This new podcast will be revealed next week. So please, please, please listen and stay tuned next weekend for happy thinker we'll say 2.0 but that is not the title just so you know but it'll all be revealed in good time i hope that you find it super exciting i do i am evolving and changing as a life coach and changing as a person and my business has grown and my heart and my personal life has grown and what i'm passionate about has grown so i want to use my neuroscience and my background of psychology and and deep thinking and and life change transformation and i want to take it in a new direction and i'm so excited so please listen next week so that you can hear that new episode so enjoy this one guys last one of its kind hey everybody cassie with a happy thinker here Today's episode, as you have probably heard from the intro, is the last of its kind of happy thinker. Next week's episode will be brand new to you, and I will reveal everything in that episode of what you need to know. But all you need to know now is tune in next week. For today, I'm going to be talking about the fear manual. If you don't know what this is, that's okay, because I invented it, and it's really, really helpful. It is based on the neuroscience that I have studied and understood about my own brain and the way it works and the changes I've made in my own life. Last week's podcast was all about the discomfort zone. And when you're in that place of feeling like push comes to shove and you're just uncomfortable and you want to make a move and you're feeling like nothing's working and you're just uncomfortable, you're in the discomfort zone and you think you either need to quit or try something new. And And I encouraged you that this is a good place to be and explained all of that in last week's podcast. So if you haven't seen it, go listen to it now. But I want to springboard off of that today with what I call the fear manual. I left out a huge portion of the discomfort zone scenario last week because I wanted to talk about it this week. And it's a big deal. It's a big piece. When you are in a place where you're feeling really like the pressure's on and you've been trying things to get whatever it is you're trying to achieve working and happening and going and things are just not going well or you're just feeling like you're not getting traction or you're feeling like you want to give up because you don't know that you can keep pushing through to do it and you're you're in the discomfort zone, okay? When you're feeling the pressure and you don't want to quit you're ready to quit because you're not sure if this is going to work. That is a moment where I talked about before is a good place to be because it's a moment right before breakthrough. It's a moment where you can choose to push through and see what you're made of, or you can take a good evaluation look intentionally and say, okay, this is the time to maybe pivot a little. Still important to me, but let's pivot the way we do it and see what happens. It's a good place to be because it's a place before something awesome happens, something new, because your brain is like, okay, we gotta change something. 
And change isn't always the answer. Sometimes the answer is push harder, keep going, but we don't always feel that. We need to learn how to think that and change our mindset. But on top of that, sometimes we get in the discomfort zone and what happens is this, that the brain goes into fear mode. What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if this really wasn't my path? What if all my hard work didn't matter? What if I I can't achieve what I've set out to do? What if my goals are too big? What if I'm not really the right person? What if I don't have enough credentials? What if I can't have this life because X, Y, and Z, the brain makes up. These are the fear monologues that your brain goes on when it's in the discomfort zone and it's trying to convince you into quitting. It's saying, okay, we tried all these things and it doesn't look like they're getting much, much response. It doesn't look like it's going anywhere. It's not going as well as we expected it to, if at all. So it's time to just give it up. You were never really cut out for that. You were never really meant for that. (laughs) I'm so sorry about the ambulance noise in the background. I pray that whoever it is is (laughs) a-okay. Sorry about that. But I'm not going to re-record in case you're wondering. Because you would know, because I'm still listening. Okay, guys, back to what I was saying. Your brain is in a monologue phase where it's trying to convince you that giving up is the answer. Giving it up is never the answer when it comes to things you actually care about and that are valuable to you as a person, as your core of your humanity and your purpose and your mission in life. So don't give up on things that matter to you. And I'm not just talking about like career or starting a business or, you know, going after the multi-million dollars you want in your life. No, no. I'm talking about anything that you've set your heart to commit to that may not be panning out as quickly as you think it should or as well as you think it should be going or at all. There are always exceptions to these kinds of rules, but I want you to know if you're in a discomfort type place where you're trying to figure out whether you're going to keep going with whatever it is you've committed to and put your heart and your dreams into, just know that that's a good place to be. But fear is a bully and our brain is really mean and it's going to tell you all kinds of mean girl things. And these mean girl things that it says often come in the form of fear. It tries to put fear in you because it doesn't know any better. So if you've never done it before and your brain has never done it, seen it before, heard it before, smelled it before, felt it before, it's saying, ah, alarm bells, alarm bells, alarm bells. That's unsafe because we don't know. It may not be unsafe, but we don't know. So let's not try it. We've tried enough. We've had our fun. Let's move on. Let's quit. So I'm going to talk about the fear manual today because this is something I developed um, several years back. Off and on through the past couple years, I have used it and I have disregarded it, but I've found about 85% of the time it doesn't go well for me if I don't revert back to my fear manual. What I mean by a fear manual is this. 
Just listen and you will find out. My fear manual was something that came to me when I was having an extremely hard time with fear all the time in every situation. I went through a huge shift and evolution in my life about two years ago and I'm constantly evolving as a person every day and I want to keep it that way always. I always want to be growing and getting better but two years ago it was like everything went on overdrive like on steroids to grow really quick really fast in my life and I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't prepared. I had no idea what I was doing. So I was living on the fly is when I first learned about my my passion for coaching and it was when I first started to dive deep into self-help and the world of mental health and the world of really embracing what's really deep in your heart to be and do and feel and think and learning to use that for the greater good of not only you but everybody else in the world if you do it with a lot of love and respect and and intention so When I was feeling all these fears all the time, I was afraid of everything new because everything new was very unsure. My future was very unsure. I had not developed my concept of the future self yet. I had not dove into mindset work. I I was just filled with fear a lot. And um, it was hard for me to fight because something new would pop up and I would be too afraid to acknowledge it that I'd stuff it or I would be so afraid of what was coming next because I experienced so much trauma and so much things happening and changing and and shifting in a negative way that I thought everything was going to be negative so there was just fear everywhere so if you're in the discomfort zone and you find yourself fearing just know this came from a place of fear for me And it turned that script around to make it into a useful thing. That's what I am passionate about the most as a coach is turning mindsets and things that our brain naturally does into things that are useful for us. It doesn't mean we change our brain in a way that makes it stop being scared or stops the fear. That's not how it works. You'll never stop being afraid but you'll learn to conquer your fear and use it to grow, change, and get better in whatever area it is the fear stems from. So that's where this comes from. The fear manual comes from a place of learning to use fear, to utilize it to your benefit. And this is my fear manual. I realized all these fears were coming from places of negativity and places of just feeling really a lot of lack and a lot of scarcity in my life. So I developed four things that I would tell myself every time I was afraid. And no matter if I believed it or not, I was going to keep telling myself until I did. 
And I was really doing mind and thought work, changing perspectives and mindsets before I realized that's what I was doing. But I wanted to do it like in a format that was very on paper. I'm a very visual learner and I felt like I needed something that could really push me to a place where I could stop being afraid. It couldn't just be something I knew in my heart and in my mind. It had to be something I could practice. So I developed the fear manual. And so it's a little bit of a process, and this is how it works. It says, pinpoint the fear, okay? Pinpoint the fear. So let's say you get a job offer, and it's you're already working a job that's decently okay, but you get a job offer, and it's something you really want. You want it badly, and you're like, okay, all right, I'm going to take this job. And you take the job, and it's hard, really hard. But you like the job. You like everything about it. This is what you've always wanted to do. It's it's a company you want to work for. Maybe even you're working for yourself, whatever it is. And it's what you want in life. And you know it is. You feel it. But it's really, really hard. And there's a lot of things you're not, you've never done before. And you're not even, lots of um, fraudy feelings because you're like, ah, someone will find out I don't have the credentials. Like that internal fear that you're not qualified even though that's not how it works. If you were offered it, if you have the skills, even if they're not polished skills, then you're qualified. But anyway, so you have all these fears pop up, like the fear, fearing that you're you know, not enough, fearing that, um, that maybe this won't work out because it's really, really hard and I'm doing things I've never done before and what if I get it wrong and what if I actually fail and then what? Do I have plan B? Like your brain will go down the rabbit hole all day long. So I sat down and I said, okay, identify the fear. So in this situation, the fear is that maybe there's multiple, but pinpoint the biggest one there. You can write down all of them on a piece of paper and then mark out the ones, like go through one by run and read them. You read it out each fear. I fear failure in this career. I feel fear that I'm not going to stack up to the other people who are doing the same things or not be able to keep up. I fear that I made a bad decision because I'm now doing something I don't know always how to do or I fear that I feel like a fraud, that people will think I'm not qualified enough. Whatever it is, the, you can go X, Y, and Z, but mark it down, read it, each individual one, and when you read it, feel the feelings in your body. What is the paralyzing feeling besides fear that you feel? Is it like you're going to throw up? Is it like your head is throbbing? Is it like you want to run away and hide? Is it like you don't want to even acknowledge? What is it? And you'll know by the feeling that you get what kind of person you become in fear response. And there's a couple different things that you can do in fear response. It's fight, flight, or freeze. Um, And if you're the type of person that is a flight type person, it means you don't like to acknowledge things. You like to bury things. You like to not talk about things. You like to not process things through. That's a flight type person. You like to pretend everything is okay in the world. Lots of positive, um, happy, happy-go-lucky thinkers are very much flight in fear type people. Not always. This is not always the stereotype, but it's very common for people with a very positive outlook not to want to look at the things that are maybe negative or scary. They don't just don't even want to acknowledge them because it might dampen their happy. <laughs> so 
flight, that you can know that's kind of where you're coming from is a flight response. If it's a fight response, it means you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to tough it out. I have this fear, I'm just going to tough it out, which is good if that's the right way to do it. But they tend to resist the need to change when things aren't working out. And then maybe there really is a change that needs to be made. So that's kind of the weakness there. Or freeze when you just don't do anything at all. Nothing. You just don't do anything. You're just like, okay, well, I'm scared to death, so I'm not going to do anything. And then it fails just by the fact that you you didn't do any actions. So none of these responses are good ones. And if you're in the discomfort zone where you're, you're feeling like it's not working and you're wanting to quit, then you know that these fears that you're listing is not, it's not going to help you get any further or any closer to your goal. So I wrote down my fear and I pinpointed it. Then I, I pinpointed the feeling it gives me, okay? And the feeling it gave me when I feared at the time was like I wanted to run away. I just didn't want to even acknowledge it. So I was like, how can I conquer these fears? How can I conquer this feeling of wanting to run away from my own life? Because you can run and run, but you're still going to be with you your whole life. So you can't do that. So I said, okay, I'm going to give myself rules that when I start to feel afraid, I'm going to write these out and then I'm going to say them to myself and then I'm going to get them in my heart. And what I mean by that is I'm going to internalize them and think over each one of them. So they're like paradigms for myself to change mindsets. And it's, I call it my fear manual because I would literally work them all out on paper. And this is how I did it. So I wrote down four for myself. Four were the biggest ones for me that really stuck with me. They were four things to help me conquer and fight my fear. The first one for me was any growth is growth. And that sounds like so straightforward and kind of like, okay, what's that mean? What, what it means is this. It means it's valuable. So even if it is the smallest amount of growth you can see in yourself, it is valuable. Because at the time when I was developing this, I was like, okay, everything is changing, but I'm not changing as a person. I'm not changing with it, and I'm falling behind in my world, in my life, and I don't know who I am, and I don't know what I want to do, and I don't know where I'm going with all of this that is changing around me. So I, I had to realize that I had to acknowledge my growth as valuable. Look, you're growing, you're, cha- you're doing it. So if you're starting, you know, you're in that job offer and, and things are hard, you're still doing it. Growth is good. Any growth is valuable as long as you're growing towards what you want. So that was the first thing I had to get in my brain. Second thing that I wrote down for myself, remember why it matters. This one's a big one. This one's huge. When you know your core purpose for something and you know this because it's something that's in you as a person and you remind yourself when you're afraid that this is why it matters, you, then you get this burst of courage that says, yeah, I'm scared, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So that one was the second one I would tell myself when I got really afraid. The third one would be, 
All actions get results, even inaction. This one is good for those flight thinkers in, in fear response when they're, they're the flight ones that want to run away. Any action gets results, even inaction. This was a good paradigm to get in my brain because it helped me not be afraid to take action. Because I'd be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, so I, I'm not going to do anything. Or I'm, I'm scared of not being perfect when I do it, if you're a perfectionist. I'm scared that it won't be done right. I'm scared that it won't be, that I'll have to correct it, that I'll make a mistake. Any action gets a result, even in action. So even if it's, so let's say that. Even if it's failure, you're still going to get a result and you're going to be able to try something different. So I'll come back to working through each one of these, but these were my fear manual things I told myself first. Number four is look for the little wins to celebrate. Look for your little wins. Do not let them pass you by because there's other bigger things on your mind that are more pressing and prevalent. Time is very, very, very precious. And when we're afraid, our brain jumps to, you know, in the future or in the past. It doesn't stay in the present moment ever when it's afraid. It says, look at the past examples of this and to be afraid of, like a little slideshow PowerPoint for you of all the the moments that why this isn't a good idea. Or it jumps to the future and does like a little... little movie clip says this might happen in the future (laughs) if you do this you're gonna fail horribly and then when you fail everybody's gonna know you're not worthy and and then once everyone knows you're not worthy you're gonna realize you were never really valuable like well whatever your brain goes down that that's how my brain used to bully me majorly and sometimes it still pops up like that but I've trained it to learn to think and feel in the present moment the little wins because the the celebration of those little tiny wins even if they are as small as like if you're doing weight loss as small as I ate a salad today did I lose any weight doing that at the current moment did I work out today like I should have did I do anything else but I ate a salad today that's a win if you're working towards weight loss the more you celebrate these wins it takes your mind off the fear for one and two it makes you want to have more wins that keeps fueling you to keep going. So these were the four fear manual paradigms I told my mind when I needed to push forward. So I want to work through each one of these and show you what I did as my fear manual. So I would list out all my fears I would pick the ones that were the most relevant and felt the worst, and I would figure out where I felt it in my body. Then I would write out my fear paradigm that was the most helpful to me for that specific fear at the moment. So I would pick one of my four, and I would, or maybe more than one. I did that sometimes. I would pick more than one to tell my fears. Sometimes you gotta team up on your fear. And so I would pick more than one, And I'd write them out next to each other. This is my fear. This is my paradigm that I'm telling myself. And then I would read that paradigm over and over and over and over and over. I would read it in my mind. I'd read it out loud. I'd write it out until I started to feel that feeling in in my gut, like I wanted to run away and hide, go away. 
And it was like I was training my brain by repetition, which is how your brain is, learns things and how your brain grows new neuron pathways. It doesn't happen in a day. So this is something you have to pull out every time you're afraid. But you tell your mind what to think instead of your mind telling you what to think. Your brain is always working and it's working so effectively and efficiently that you can't even keep up with it. So you have to beat it to the chase. If you know fear is going to happen, then you must just automatically anticipate your response to fear. We respond to the things that automatically happen to us and we just like react to them. But if you train yourself to respond having an action plan already set out in writing is best. (laughs) So, and have it someplace easily accessible if you're a person that fears pop up a lot and and where you're at, whether that be on your phone for a little bit, whether that be on like a whiteboard, whether that be on like a chalkboard in your house, whether that be wherever it needs to be that you see it and reminds yourself, hey, when I'm afraid, this is what I need to look at. Then you work through the ones that work for you. So I would write my fear, write out the paradigm that I had chosen for myself to combat the fear. And I would say it, write it, speak it, hear it, play it back to myself if I needed to. I even did that sometimes. If you use the self-recorder on your phone, record yourself saying it and then listen to it back. And believe it or not, this is kind of magic. And the reason why is because your brain is designed to take in information. So sometimes when it's coming directly from you, it's hard because it's like, oh, I already know that thought and it skips over it thinking that it's fully realized it. But if you have it played to you, like back to you, your brain is like, oh, information, think about it. We'll think it over. Even though it's, you know, you've already done it. You've already said it. You've already thought it. So I would do this until the feeling, that gut feeling in my body, wherever I felt it, whatever it was, dissolved. So this is the way it would run. I would say something like, I'm never gonna be able to to create a life that I want. I'm never gonna be able to get out of debt or I'm never gonna feel like I can be successful in my life period I'm in a place where I can't do it it's not gonna happen and then I would tell myself the paradigm I would write out that fear and then I would tell myself the the second paradigm was what I would use for this one and that was remember why it matters and I would write out remember why it matters and then I would be okay okay why does it matter you ask yourself the question why does it matter well it matters because my success is the success of my family and my little girl my being able to do it is not a matter of if it's a matter of how hard i push it it's a matter of how resourceful i get this is why it matters it matters because my daughter it matters because this is what i'm creating in my life what do i want that to look like that's why it matters Because I matter. Because my daughter matters. And I would go back to the original point with my paradigm. And I would use that to fuel me to no longer feel fear. So I would just say it over and over and over and over and over and over again to myself. Until it no longer felt like fear. It felt like inspiration. It felt like fuel. Like rocket fuel. Like 
any growth is growth. It's valuable. Remember why this matters. All actions get results. And that one was a hard one sometimes because you still have to come to terms with the fact that failure doesn't mean failure every time. It just means try something different. But fear will tell us failure means the end. There's no more. But you're going to keep living. You're going to keep going. No matter if you fail or if you don't fail. So you got to keep trying. So all actions get results was easier for me to digest when I'm like, okay, well, I get to decide what those results are. I get to decide by making sure I put in the actions I need to do. So inaction is is not not acceptable because even that gets a result, a result of of nothing, of actually failing because you didn't even try. Yeah, so I would ask myself these and then I'd say, when I was feeling fear and nothing else would, would calm me and I couldn't change my mind about the fear, I would divert my mind to thinking about what is working, what is going well, looking for the little wins, the things that I can say, yeah, that was a win for me. It was small. Today I got up earlier because of my depression. I, I got out of bed. That's a little win. I'm losing weight. I ate a salad today. That's a little win. I went for a walk today. That's a little win. You know, whatever it is in your life that needs that little win moment, recognize it, celebrate it, and focus on that instead of the fear that you're not good enough, that you're not going to be able to be good enough, that you're not pushing hard enough, that things aren't working, that things aren't moving quick enough, that you're too in debt, that you're too overweight, that you're too um, (laughs) absorbed in your own fear. To make changes. You can do anything you set your mind to, but your mind will try to bully you into fear. So get yourself a fear manual. Make yourself a list, write it out, feel the gut feeling, then process it through and tell yourself over and over and over and over until you feel it in your heart and that feeling of fear is gone. Okay, guys, I hope you loved my fear manual today, and I hope it helps you tremendously. I know every time that I'm starting to feel fear in my life that's paralyzing me and keeping me stuck, that my fear manual is what helps me push through. There are many other options for fear, and there's many good things you can do if you need someone to work through with you to create a really good fear manual for you, because it only works if it's uniquely designed for you. I can help you out with that and there's many others that can as well. If you want coaching by me to be able to create a fear manual and so many other things to be successful, happy, and more fulfilled in your life, please, if you are a woman who's wanting empowerment and leadership to be her life and not necessarily leadership in any corporate or any arena that is even outside your home, just the leader of your own life please go visit me at happythinkerlifecoach.com. And guys, I now have an Instagram. So go to happythinkerlifecoach on Instagram. Follow me, shoot me some likes on some of my posts and engage. I am asking lots of questions and I will be posting every week. So I will see you guys really soon. And next week, I will reveal the secret, the new evolving spectacular version of Happy Thinker. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Talk to you soon.